0: The time is now! You went the murder I got
1: the plot It's evidence Chalk on and gentlemen, welcome to The hour where there's nothing left to prove Experimental lack of concern It's your perfect world being burned This is the maniacal hour Pure 100% underground Powered by the emotion of self-passion This is how
0: we get now Extra,
1: extra rain, all about it Evidence coming to take control Extra, extra rain, all about it That's going to take control Block and load, steal souls and watch it explode Dispatch the death squad and watch it go Serial killers, cadavers, murderous psychos As the hour goes, it takes the time Expires as we live dead, revitalize Surprised by the high with red still in our eyes The pleasure is all ours to give you the power This is the Maniacal Hour
0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to Season 2, Episode 1 of the Hitting the Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast, powered by TheGorillaPosition.com and presented by Hameen Media. We're changing up the format a little this week, and in fact, we've taken the entire format and we've thrown it out the window and decided to do a completely impromptu episode. But before we dive into it... I'm going to remind you that this is a podcast by the fans for the fans, bringing you all the news. It is news from across the professional wrestling world. We're talking creative, the business behind the business. It is this crazy world known as professional wrestling. You can find the show on Twitter at HTMPWPod, on Facebook at HittingTheMarks, shoot us an email at HittingTheMarks at gmail.com. I'm El Capitan, otherwise known as Jargo, joined as always alongside the Rick to my Morty, RBV. Rick, welcome to your show. Oh, it
1: is me. It's the R to the B to the V. Oh, yeah.
0: So we were joking around, and I said, uh, "Hey Rick, you want to no, no, record that, that the WWE?" Was
1: my, that was my that was my hearty. That was my party thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's going to be one of them episodes.
1: No, it's only going to be that episode because you know we're we're cutting early. We got a two part here. We are excited, man. Uh, and, it, and actually, you know, you you and your crew over there, Billy Ray Valentine. You guys teamed up. You brought it to life. You you got us excited
0: about Wrestle Kingdom twelve. Rick's like, "Hey, you want to talk some Wrestle Kingdom?" And I was like, "Let me turn on the studio. Yeah, let's do it, man." Yes. So so, so let's set the stage here. We're about an hour and forty five minutes until Wrestle Kingdom. Man, this is like this is just like the big kickoff. Like
1: you know, going. If we're talking about like American football, this is like your. You're looking through the tunnel. You're getting ready. You're just seeing the hype. And Jargo, you, you preached this through and through and through that hype at this under the tunnel. This is probably one of the biggest events ever, right, sir?
0: Oh, I think so. I think, I I think, especially when we look back on this event, it's going to be even more historically significant than what I really think that it's going to be. The American hype around this show Is something I've never seen for New Japan. Well, I, I, you know,
1: I would, I really want to end this segment of our show with what you believe the future will be. But I'm glad you set that up because it's been the groundwork is laid there. I'm talking Wrestle Kingdom 12, Wrestle Kingdom 11, where Western society, Western fans, were really taking notice. And you've been there way before that. You really believe this. You love everything Japanese wrestling, not even Japanese wrestling. You love the entire culture, the entire culture. How important is everything for the groundwork leading up to this moment?
0: I think everything about tonight's show is going to change the course of wrestling history, whether it be for the better, whether it be for the worst. I mean, you very well you could see the crowning of NATO tonight, or we could see the continued dominance that is Okada tonight. We could see Chris Jericho's first match in Japan tonight. We could see Kenny Omega's last match in Japan tonight. There are there is so much surrounding the show and contracts that are up in the air and commitments and love triangles being completed and five-year storyline arcs, and it's just crazy when you okay. really look at how important this show All is. Right. So, so, so looking at this show, you know,
1: because everyone's think, sitting there thinking, can New Japan kind of do that challenge like WCW did? So I'm going back to the Mall of America. And moments that can happen and things that... Just set you apart. Where do you see this show? What is the importance here? What do they need to do?
0: This is the first episode of Nitro. That's very much what is going on tonight. So you're
1: expecting in the Legends Rumble? Lex Luger.
0: <laughs> there you go.
1: Um, the the but, ru- you, but you know what I'm saying here, brother.
0: Yes, I do. Uh, the, the Rumble is something that is very much just kind of a throwaway. Um, I don't expect anything... Major to happen. The the only thing that I I'm really hoping happens is that we get to see Muda. But as far as the Rumble goes, I mean, the winner will probably end up getting like a never open weight title shot. No,
1: no, no. Hold I'm, I'm I'm not trying to get you to break them down.
0: I'm talking about the flow of the show.
1: Moments that need to happen for what you what you firmly believe in your heart will be a defining moment for New Japan tonight. And I I, I know where you're going to get to. We're going to get there. But don't you think there should be some other ones? Because I I don't think Western society has ever gripped their their hands around the throat of this thing like they have
0: here. Well, and it's it's interesting that you say that because, you know, the last three years of New Japan have been so heavily dominated by the Bullet Club, which, of course, is a Gaijin stable. Tonight, I think you are really going to see the crowning of LIJ. And I think that you're going to get a a taste of that right off the very beginning of the show because the first match on the main card is Rapungi 3K versus the Young Bucks. I do not think anybody from Bullet Club is winning a match tonight. And that includes Kenny Omega. Well, so let me throw this here to you, man. You know, me and you, we're both marketers. We're both promoters.
1: We're both working in entertainment. What a perfect opportunity. You know, you spent years using... Uh, the Bullet Club to grow your brand to to Western society and all that. You you have them positioned in and a lot of marquee matches here tonight. But like you said, you want to put over L.I.J. LIJ. Uh and then you have an amazing main event what people a lot of people might not know. But just in case you really want to hammer it home, you've got two honkies that the Western society loves.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, is, it's, is, very, is it, it's very, it's very mean, interesting perfect, seeing the difference means, in the marketing between the two.
1: It, uh, that's what I'm asking here. Is is that, is this a great placement where they're at? And even to give that to them, I mean, you let, you let NATO and Okada steal this damn thing, but you're selling it to the rest of the world with Jericho and Omega.
0: See, and I think that's why this is going to be such an important show because you have, we rip on the WWE for not catering to its hardcore fan base, right? Hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, we've been doing what?
1: Uh, 14 weeks of hitting the March Pro Wrestling Podcast? 17, 18, something like 17, that. 17, 18 weeks. When the hell did we rip on a WWE? Oh, yeah.
0: We've never done that. We've never done <laughs> all that. All right, all right. But go ahead. But go ahead. <laughs> but we, we, we talk about how, you know, they don't pay attention to their hardcore fan base. And they're so busy... Marketing to casual fans. Well, you know, marketing to casual fans is what New Japan has done for the last three to five years. That's what Bullet Club has really been, pulling in casual fans. Tonight is all about we're going to cater to our hardcore fans. And it's also the same night that all these foreigners are going to be tuning in to watch the show. So I'm fascinated by what Ghetto is going to do with the booking on this show. Well,
1: it makes for a perfect storm, right? Yeah, it like, really you're, does. You're throwing your bait out there. You're bringing all these people in. Like, like you've been saying, though, this could be their freaking moment. Yeah. Uh, so so as a huge, huge supporter, a huge fan, someone that doesn't, just doesn't love New Japan, but just loves the whole Japanese atmosphere,
0: are you a little nervous? I'm terrified. That, I'm absolutely terrified. Is this your breaking point? Like as a wrestling fan, like this is your do or die here, you know? Like, I'm absolutely you're... terrified. I mean, you know, it's like, you know, when um, I'm not a fan, but right. Let's you two is the biggest band in the world. Right. I'm not, well, actually, I'm hey, not a fan, but you know, hey, here, a lot of people like
1: them. Here is a su- surprising fact as I was just coming home the other day, because everyone out there listening to us, you know, I've been on the road for so long. Coming into town, where I was listening to the Pulse on XM, and they threw out the number one, uh, the bands that have raked in money this past year. U two so, was number one again.
0: That does not surprise me at all. Does I, I, not I, surprise me. At, it, I mean, it, as it, a musician that follows the business, it doesn't uh, right. surprise me. And,
1: and I was tra- it, just to kind of put it in perspective what you're saying here. I, I want to know how important this show is to you.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is. Everybody and their brother is a huge U two fan, and we all know U two has a new album coming out. And as a huge U two fan, the night before it drops, and you've been talking about how awesome this new U two record's going to be, you're praying to fucking Christ it doesn't suck. That's pretty much where I'm at right now, you know. And, and you know this brings it back. Where, you know
1: we're cutting this. We're cutting this real quick hit to get people hyped here. There's still time to go out there and listen to you and Billy Ray. And uh, who, who was with
0: the, I, I trek Brown. a A-Trek Brown. Man, there's still time to
1: go here. The breakdown here to get you excited about this.
0: Yeah, we go through every match. We give you our predictions for every match. We give you the logic behind all the predictions. We tell you the stories going into all the matches. So you can just enjoy this show as a one-off and have some kind of an idea of what in the hell going on.
1: But this right here, this right here, this is the real talk. This is what Jargo and RBV do. We are talking about the heart and soul of this. And believe you guys, the reason I am hyped here, the reason I bonded to that show, but feeling the energy from my brother Jargo here. uh, Hey, you guys can't see him? I can see him. You look panicked, man. This is like the make or break show for you. It really is, man. It it really is. I I, want to get off this thing. I want to get off that, that path. I want to get a flow from you. How this show should go? You know, the rumble comes out. You always say it's just some legends. Always, you always try to book shows when we do our poolside bookers. Like, let's just run the old guys out first. That thing's out of the way.
0: Yep, yep. You're gonna get your Yuji Nagatas. You're gonna get your Jushin Ligers. You're gonna get your Tiger masks. There we get. There we go. All right. When this when this show starts, in the first third of this
1: show. What flow do you want? How sh- how, sh- how do you want to feel? And how is an outsider and those outside, like with me, looking in? How should we
0: feel? How are we going to take this? Well, well, here number one, this is what you can expect. All right? You're going to log on to NJPW World, and you're going to get this screen that says, please wait. It will start soon. And you never know exactly when that is going to go off.
1: Well, actually, I, lo- I logged on earlier. It was it a was, uh, little trickle wheel. I was just waiting for uh, Mario to go down the tube pipe to transport me to the New Japan world. All right, I popped you there. I, I have popped you there. But no, don't, quit
0: selling the network. Tell
1: us about the show.
0: Well, no, no, I'm just letting you know, this is what's going to happen because it's, it's not like the WWE where they have a constant stream of shit going on. There's nothing wrong with your computer. It's just... It's not an exact science. They're still kind of figuring this thing out. So the show will open and it will probably go directly to the ring. You won't get any introduction or nothing. And the rumble is going to start. This is basically their pre-show, but you're not going to get the commentary and the people sitting around yapping and breaking everything down. They're just going to show you the rumble. All right. After the rumble, it's going to go back to the loading screen. And in about 20 minutes, the actual show will start. That's how this thing works. The actual Rumble starts about 40 minutes before Wrestle Kingdom. So there's not going to be any fanfare, big entrances, anything like that. Wrestle Kingdom itself, when that kicks off, it's going to start off with Show and Yo. And that place is going to come unfreaking glued because Rocky Romero and this blaster cannon thing is over as shit in Japan. For one reason or another. I'm not exactly sure why. And then you got the young bucks, so I mean, immediately you have your Japanese versus American audience, and I'm very interested to hear the crowd, hear what the dynamic is, hear how many foreigners are in the fucking building, and then I think you are going to get just probably the best tag match that you've seen in a year. Well, kind
1: of, you know, kind of move us along here, and I, I, I got our pace because I know you could talk right up to the moment.
0: You could probably get the best
1: play-by-play going through this thing.
0: Your never-open uh, I... weight is going to be your potty break, make a pizza match. All right? The the, the big six-man match. You're going to want to be back in your seat by the time Ibushi and Cody happens.
1: Hold, hold on real quick before we move on here. What is the difference there that you think from Travelers
0: to Nationals? The ratio, like as far as yes. what the, the fan split is? Yes, yeah, so I mean is it anywhere like a WrestleMania? Um, I'm gonna go probably about seventy thirty. On the home team side? Yeah, on the home team side. That's now, kinda, that's think, kinda where, what where, I would expect. Where do they
1: come from? Like the UK, Australia?
0: Everywhere. Like how many how many Everywhere. Americans? How many Americans do you think will be? There? Um, assuming that they sell fifty thousand tickets tonight. I'm guessing that you will have probably in that five to 6,000 Americans in the building.
1: You know what? I, I will even go on a limb here. If anyone is listening, if you are within the U.S. mailing addresses and you are listening to this and you give us a shout out, you can prove that you're there. Send us a, a photo of something of your ticket. We will send you a $5 Ben Hamming face slap t-shirt, courtesy of the Hitting Marks Pro Wrestling Cop podcast, also part of the Hacker Homin
0: media group there. I know one of the matches you've got to be the most excited about, and is one of the matches that I am the most terrified about Kota Ibushi and Cody Rhodes. Well, uh, you know, a lot on this, what like set up, you were so worried that they took the title off him
1: because he's going to go out there and get his ass beat.
0: Yep. Yep. Ibushi's going to whip his ass.
1: Now, so I agree with you. I mean, I I agree with everything you've said there. How do you think Cody handles himself?
0: I'm more interested how Kenny Omega handles himself. Because I expect that we are going to see the cleaner during this match. And it's going to be whose side is Kenny on. Even
1: even when he has
0: something going on later? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I think you're going to get some kind of a moment between Kenny Omega, Kota Ibushi, and Cody Rhodes. Okay, man. Y- you know it. I I
1: just don't think they would throw that out there when you've got such a monumental big match
0: coming up later in the card. I mean, I why know. would he be distracted here? Because it's Kota Ibushi. Because it's Kota Ibushi. There, the, the, the relationship between Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi is something that means more even than the match with Chris Jericho to the Kenny Omega character. Okay, could could there be a way that... that- Cody steals this match, cheating in cleaner fashion. I'm wondering if Cody and Jericho aren't together, because I think eventually this actually oh, leads dude, to. Dude, you
1: just you just blew my mind.
0: I'm 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 brother, you just blew my mind. I'm throwing that out there. If something happens tonight and you see Cody and Jericho walk out together, I'm telling you, I just I got this feeling. I got this feeling that this is all building to Cody versus Kenny. Brother, you just blew my mind. You know, like,
1: Cody just says the hell with the Bullet Club, and him and Jericho go start their own thing.
0: Yep. On, yeah? Alpha Club. Dolph Ziggler somehow joins them? Man, wouldn't that be some shit? Holy
1: shit. Hey, you know, just for shit and giggles, throw right back in there. because yeah. He needs a rub. <laughs> <laughs> It was Just Ryback.
0: The whole thing was Ryback's idea, right?
1: Uh, he, no, actually, it wasn't his idea. It was proposed to him
0: back in uh WrestleMania, like thirty-two. Yeah, yeah. Jericho had this idea, and Ryback was like, "Yeah, let's fucking do it. Let's all get released." And <laughs> uh, IWDGP tag. <laughs> you, you blew my mind on that. Damn thing. The tag titles, I, I absolutely expect Sonata and Evil to walk out with it. That match is going to be awesome, especially for the American audience that hasn't seen Davy Boy Smith Jr. in a very long time. Um, I, when's the last time you saw Davey Jr.? When he when he was uh, in yeah, WWE.
1: I, no, I actually I actually keep up with those guys. I like I was going to cut you off there. I'm actually looking forward. To who I got turned on here in the states? I like Sonata, man. I've always been a Sonata.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's always
1: got a a lot of talent. They just never really capitalized on what he had here.
0: And the the guy's got, dude, it's a hell of a talent. Billy Ray Valentine and uh, 8-Track Brown, super high on Sonata. Like, they're they're ready for them to just tie the rocket to Sonata and make him the new ace. I'm not quite that high. I would go
1: that far, but I do, I'm entertained by what he does.
0: And then there's evil, which is hilarious. That evil is getting over as a baby face, and his name is Evil. That just cracks my ass up. I just that, that I just find that absolutely hilarious.
1: It's it's a great thing. Uh, you know, there's people around here that call me Ric Flair, but I'm a lady sympathizer.
0: <laughs> 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 then you have uh, Goto and Suzuki. Uh, hair versus hair I mean you don't get much more western audience In that though it's a western audience A little bit more south of the border Very much trying to capitalize on that CMLL connection um, I absolutely expect Godot to get his Freaking head shaved I'm looking forward to that uh, then you have potentially the show stealer of the night. Probably the match that I am most looking forward to is that fatal four-way skirl versus Osprey versus Kushida versus Takahashi dot, 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 dive. And, and if you said so many times,
1: man, these multi-individual singles matches are very
0: rare. Yeah, they never happen over there. Never happen. So, so
1: they must have something in mind to
0: make this thing very special. And they've they have they've kind of played hot potato with this title a little bit just to set up this match so that you legitimately have four guys who have claim to the title.
1: All right, so, so not who you're
0: expecting to win. What hot, and not even spots,
1: because this might be a dot, 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 dive.
0: Oh, this but is definitely going to be dot, 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 dive. It,
1: that's what I'm saying. We all know it's going to be there, but you know, people watching in, what should we really tune into? I mean, What's the story we want to see? Who's the athlete we need to, to pay attention to? Who's going to make us buy into this thing?
0: Well, the ones that the American audience are probably going to be the least familiar with are going to be Hiromu Takahashi and Kushida. Uh, Kushida is basically Mr. Wrestle Kingdom. I Kushida, I'm ready for Kushida to get out of the junior division altogether. I'm ready for him to move on to bigger and better things. He's basically been the ace of the junior heavyweight division. He basically does a Marty McFly kind of gimmick. He was a uh, part of the time splitters, comes out all dressed like Marty McFly. It's kind of a cool gimmick, but you know, it's very eighties, eighties. Oh, Dude, I, I love the time splitters. And then Hiromu is just batshit fucking insane. Member of Los Nobles That's why I expect Hiromu to take this title. Hiromu's basically been feuding with everybody inside of this program. Marty is kind of the odd man out. And he comes in, the defending champion. He, they just kind of forced him into it because they wanted to get Marty on the card. Because Marty is over as hell. Uh, if you haven't seen Marty Skrull before... Please pay attention because Marty is, I think probably the best talent on the independent scene at this point.
1: If you haven't seen Marty scroll before, just, uh, just go ahead and mail in your fan card.
0: Yeah. I, the, what Adam Cole was two years ago. That's basically where Marty is now. I, I, I don't want to
1: even like throw out names on this, but I heard someone say the other day, the guy with the, the a big nose, I almost want to punch him in the damn face for the moment. Pay attention. Pay attention to talent because he's got it. This guy's going to be a superstar.
0: And then there's Osprey, who is not necessarily my cup of tea. Definitely not Rick's cup of tea. But he's really, really good at what he does. And I can't take that away from him. So, you know, I'm sure Osprey and Kushida will have some absolutely insane spot that Takahashi will end up somehow getting the worst of. Marty will try to make a pin. But I expect Hiromu to go over here. But yeah, I think this is going to be a car wreck of the absolute very best kind.
1: All right, brother, we are an hour 20 away. I, wanna have, I want you to have time to sit down, settle in, get ready for this damn thing. Give us your big moments. That you've got big ones to talk about. Get into them.
0: Tanahashi and Jay White. I expect Jay White to go over. The ace is hurt. This is how you get Tanahashi some time off. I, unfortunately, I think that's going to be your come down match. I think that's where, coming out of that fatal four-way, if you need to go take a piss, do it during the Tanahashi match. And I can't believe I'm even saying that. Because then you have Omega Jericho, which, what do you expect out of this match? I know what I expect out of this match. I'm much more curious what you expect out of this match.
1: You know, coming into... And I, here's... Everyone in, like, the Western fan base, everyone that we're, kind of runs around in all wrestling circles, they are so overly focused on this thing. And I love how they promoted this. You know, they made it to a blood feud. they made it about death. They've drawn eyes in. I'm expecting, you know, we're used with Omega, his, his uh, weasel dolly six-star matches and all that. I'm expecting a three-star match that's more of a brawl this blood beat each other up and give us something to draw on in the future. I'm expecting a setup here. I think they have drawn it. These two know how to work us. this is not the end all be all. This is just continuation of what they do. The setup comes in the main event. This is going to get you hyped. This is gonna This is going to get your dick hard kids. This is going to get your dick hard. And you're going to, you're, you're going to swell up in the next match.
0: I think the important thing here is the no DQ qualifier. Because I think that's where Cody comes in. See, I I don't think they're going to ever. Maybe
1: you're right, man. Because coming in before our conversation here, I thought this was just going to be a great brawl match. They've done everything they could to get the the eyes from the Western society here. Make it simple. Make it blood. They're going to hurt each other but it's not going to be what we expected. It's not going to be a weasel, Dooley five-star plus match.
0: You know what I'm probably most looking forward to in this match? Don Callis on commentary. Considering what Jericho did to him. Very much looking forward to that. Well, now there's no DQ. I mean, will they go up in the commentary booth? Will he get involved? It would not surprise me. That's why I'm saying, man, I very much expect Cody to be involved in this match. I very much expect it.
1: All right. So now, now we're doing. A, uh, you know, let's let's just summon our, our, our conspiracy horsemen in us. You know, we we have got decent ties to those guys. Uh, Calus has ties going back to Impact. Now, what about a double turn from him, or maybe one of those two and join Calus
0: in. turn on
1: Omega, and and then somehow they announced that Jericho is coming to Impact Wrestling for their tapings.
0: See that, that I can only uh, suspend my disbelief so far. <laughs> hey, you want to play crazy, but hey, we dude. This is this is Wrestle Kingdom.
1: So come on, let's let's. I think this, I mean, is a, this is a new year. This is a company making a move.
0: I mean, how crazy could things get here? I think they could get very crazy. Knowing Jericho, I think things could get very crazy. Uh, And then you have one thing that I can't assure you is Omega and Jericho will be everything that the main event is not. And the main event will be everything that Omega and Jericho is not. Okada versus Naito is going to be a strong style, physical, technical clinic that I expect to go at least 40 to 45 minutes before Naito finally gets his crowning moment and becomes IWGP champion. So you're saying, you know, like, everyone's like, man, I I miss the days of, like, the 60-minute flare matches.
1: flare and Dusty, that's what... The reason they've thrown all these stipulations is blood on Jericho Omega is to make sure they cannot steal from this match.
0: Yep, exactly. That's very much what I think. Ghetto is a magnificent bastard, and you will see that in how they build this card. And how the crowd responds to this card. You're going to notice at the first match that you're going to be like, wow, that crowd's really, really dead. No, they're just saving it. They're just saving it because it's going to build throughout the entire night. Well,
1: no, in it, it, that might confuse some fans, though, because it will and confuse downs the American that audience. That we're up to with WWE. They're used to the ups and downs. And one thing, I, and you always build your cards just way we do our full side buckers and all that. And I always commend them that. It's. They build you, build you, build you, build you up. You hit your highest mark when you hit that main event. There is no go to the bathroom, go get a potato chip, go eat up your peach rolls. you got to, you are tuned in the
0: entire time. Okada and Nato is going to be an oh my god match. Okay,
1: now here I want to go back and ask you. You're going Nato. What is your reason for taking him off? Because does he have to win tonight to to equal it, or
0: is he already there? He's tied. Okay, he is so tied. He wins Tanahashi. Right. Right. That's my understanding. That's my understanding. Now I know you've done your math here. Uh, I, so give me a reason here. Why do you believe that? I think this entire thing is still about Okada and Tanahashi. I think NATO is. Yeah, that's a cute story that's going on over here. But I think this story is really about Okada and Tanahashi going back about five years now. And Naito kind of plays into it because that's when Tanahashi and Nakamura got selected to be the main event over Okada and Naito the first time. Which was Wrestle Kingdom 9, I want to say.
1: All right, let me throw uh, two... uh two scenarios here here before we get to close this day, damn thing out
0: here. Um, Okada loses. What, where they go forward. I don't know. That's what I've been trying to figure out. Honestly. Uh, Okada has become so synonymous with that championship that even picturing Okada without that championship at this point is very, very difficult for me. Okay. I'm not so sure. I'm, th- I'm not sure where Okada's career goes, When he drops that title, regardless if it's tonight or if it's six months from now.
1: Even more, which I think would probably be more important the way you have described it, how important it is, what the rivalry is, where they're at. More important to me is what happens
0: when he retains it. You mean what happens with NATO?
1: No, no. I mean, how's the reaction... For Okada, I mean, and what is that reception? What what's going on there? I mean,
0: I think this is I think this go- is
1: this is one of the biggest moments in professional wrestling history.
0: They have I done. Mean, how, how does it, how do they do that? They have taken so much care and done so much work to get this crowd to pop when NATO comes out, and to get this crowd to boo Okada when he comes out. They have uh, over the last like two months or so, they've done a very very slow. Okay, Double turn between the two. If Okada
1: wins and he breaks all these grand records for one of the
0: arguably. Then the Tanahashi's coming for him. Then Tanahashi is coming for him, and you're going to get Tanahashi versus Okada in the dome next year. So it'll be another year build It will be another year build to Tanahashi so, versus Okada. So, do they, so
1: does he make a move during this celebration, or does he wait till tomorrow at. What uh, was their show? The. The the bash or the runner. Uh, what is New the Year's Raw? Dash. New, New Year's
0: Dash. New Year's Dash is basically like the Raw after Mania. Right. Right. And, and I would expect I would expect Tanahashi to come out and challenge Okada after losing to Jay White tonight, and have Okada blow him off and be like, "You're not even worth my time, old man." And that starts the build to Wrestle Kingdom 13: Tanahashi versus Okada.
1: So there you could go, man. There, there could be another story there.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, NATO, very easily, like, he is so much the focus of this match coming in, and he could mean absolutely nothing coming out of it. All right,
1: uh, just, you know, we're, we're pushing that 1 o'clock Eastern hour. Let me give you three questions. Your final takes on this thing. We, we got your main event take. You know, you're kind of the on it. Uh, I want to ask you, in your heart, yours, you love New Japan. You love this style. What do you think will be your match of the night?
0: The match of the night, I'm expecting to be. Well, wait, wait, let me rephrase. What do I think is going to be the best wrestled match on the show, or what is going to be my favorite match on the card? Because I think those might be two very no, different answers. All right, answers. all
1: right, you know what? I'm, I'm going to erase one.
0: Jargo, tell me first before I ask you the other two. What, do, what will, you, will be
1: your favorite match of the night?
0: I expect the Fatal 4-Way for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship to be my favorite match of the night. In five years from now, what will we be talking about? Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho.
1: Just a sub-question. Uh, how will that affect the business?
0: I think this is the rise of New Japan. I think tonight is Monday Nitro Episode 1. I think there are going to be so many eyes on this product tonight that don't normally watch New Japan that it's going to hit Vince McMahon right in the ass.
1: In six months, how many fans do you think will be asking you for more New Japan content?
0: (sighs) Not very many. If I'm, if I'm legitimately going to predict where this goes, I think a month from now, Kenny Omega is standing in a WWE ring. Which kind of erases everything that we're kind of sitting here talking about. Yeah. Because I think, this, I think the rumbling that is going to happen throughout the wrestling community tonight is going to force Vince McMahon assign Kenny Omega, whether he wants to or not.
1: We've we've got a couple minutes here. We've probably got nine minutes to talk on this. Do you think it's Vince that even, even knows about this, or will it be the rumblings of his son-in-law? Oh, Vince uh, knows about this.
0: Vince knows about what, this. All right.
1: So what do, what do you think Vince is doing right now?
0: I think Vince is taking a nap. For
1: next hour and nine minutes,
0: no, oh, probably about the next four hours and nine minutes. And somebody wake me
1: up when Jericho comes out. Well, well that's what I'm saying here. Uh, how many people do you think he's got there out there with?: How many people up there in uh, the headquarters?
0: How many, how many Stooges are watching? Yes. A lot. Uh, how and many I employees? think more of the talent roster.:
1: Do you think it's so much that what Jericho and Omega might do? Or is it that he's afraid that his his actual cookie cutters are watching this thing?
0: I think it's a little bit of both. I I, I, I think Vince's biggest fear is this is Jericho saying, we don't need you anymore. And I think that is terrifying to Vince McMahon. Especially when you're in the middle of negotiating a TV deal. And New Japan comes out tomorrow and says, "Hey, yeah. By the way, we had 250,000 people subscribe yesterday."
1: All right, I, I love that Jericho is kind of at the forefront of this thing. <laughs> Absolutely love that Jericho is at the for, forefront of this thing because there are others involved that you know. That I you know I hate the dot dot dive guys. I, I don't like all those spot guys. I, I I care about character. Should it speak to me that Jericho's the leader here? kind of uniting these two different fronts.
0: To an extent, because I think you're one of these people that you're not necessarily watching the show because of Jericho, but you're watching the show because of the hype that the show has gotten because of Jericho. But I think your grand takeaway from tonight, you're going to walk away and say, dude, that Jay White guy is really fucking good. Well, no, I want to say, you know, just from the grand scheme of professional wrestling as we know it in Western
1: society. Chris Jarko is my second favorite wrestler of of all time. Should I be buying in more that he is bridging this gap to some of the people over there? Maybe I don't get their style. Maybe I don't understand them or and maybe actually he's going somewhere where they do relate to me more and they need to relay that more to some of the assholes here that are losing their focus.
0: I think you are going to watch this show and you are going to get it a lot more than you expect to. And you're going to get the characters and you're going to realize there are more characters on this show in the five hours that it's going to take you to watch this show than the five hours that we suffered through the last couple of days.
1: So this is kind of the anointment of Chris Jericho, the Messiah.
0: I think he was the Ayatollah of rock and roll about 20 years ago. <laughs> you know, I'm going to I'm going to uh, I'm going to have have you, you anoint him as a Messiah
1: at some point, but uh, brother, you you guys have done everything to get us hyped up for this. I I can't imagine the last time I've stayed up this late without drinking. I'm just <laughs> ready to watch wrestling.
0: I can't imagine the last time I stayed up this late without drinking. That's a sound bite. Thank you I for love that one.
1: There's no saki around. We're going to have a great time. We've got uh, an hour and five minutes to kick off. Man, I, I don't even, I'm going to let you close it out with what you think because i am just hyped.
0: We're just going to wrap up the show. We're going to cut it here and then Rick and I are going to come back and we are going to record a reaction show immediately after Wrestle Kingdom, assuming that Huckleberry is still awake and assuming that uh, I can talk at the end of it. Because this is going to be one of those nights where i am like yelling silently so I'm trying not to wake up the wife and kids. I'm going to be, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, all night, I'm sure. So that's going to wrap up this episode. You can find us on Twitter at HTMPWPod, Facebook hitting the marks. Shoot us an email, hittingthemarks at gmail.com. We'll be back in your holes in about six hours or so, assuming that you listen to this as soon as it goes up. Enjoy the show. We'll talk to you shortly. let Stripping the blame on me. I smell self-righteousness.
1: That's the bad guy. Go! Come on. Come on, that's the bad guy. You're the bad guy. Bad guy. We're the bad guy. Bad guy. You'll never. Flee from that story unknown. You'll be draping the blame on me I smell self-righteousness
0: so That's, That's the bad guy oh.
1: Bitch and I lie She was at home with me last night I'll be your bad guy <laughs> You know I Will be your no bad guy That you're